Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Hi, everyone. Tim Kitzer here from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. And you're listening to Growing Up the Same with Trayvon Edwards and Jason Madison. Ooh, boom shakalaka. And now here's your starting lineup Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka. Welcome back to another episode of Growing Up the Same. I'm your host, Trey Edwards, always joined by my co-host, Jason Madison, a.k.a. Jay Skills. And I forgot to mention my nickname, Black Trey, if you don't know. Um, today's a special episode. We don't have any guests this week because everybody's too fucking busy. Um, but we're going to do a mailbag. And the crazy thing about it, we ain't get any questions. We so no this show, we ain't get no <laughs> questions. So the cool thing about this, me and Jason are just going to catch up. And we're going to talk about some cool shit. So, uh, Jay, what's good, man? You just had a birthday. How's everything? Everything is cool, man. You know. How'd you uh, turn? 34, big dog. Damn. Is that like your Olajuwon year? That's, this is my Shaq year. Shaq did wear 34. Yeah, this is my Shaq Diesel year. I associate Shaq with like hella numbers. So, like, I'll never know. But, like, yeah, this is a Diesel year. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I mean, shout out to Hakeem. But yeah, I mean, niggas feeling old. You know what I'm saying? My back hurts. Um, <laughs> Wait, how, hey, how come that's always niggas shit? Like when they turn like late, when they get to the end of their 20s or they turn 30, nigga be like, hey, my back hurt. It's either your back or your knees, man. Your so back you- or your knees. My knee health's been beat though since I was flipping. Yeah. So I can't even use that as an excuse. But yeah, your back man. do randomly be hurting, my nigga. It be randomly hurting, like my this whole side. Just be like, so hey, so like soon as soon as the clock hit twelve, your shit just start hurting. Yeah, it just started. <laughs> it was just like, ooh, what's that? Oh, I got some that. grays. I got some gray hairs. Do you have gray hair? Yeah, nah, my shit's yeah, it's coming in. You, I want you, gray hair on my facial hair though. Do you I want to be like, no, no, I've never. I would never die that shit. I think dying your hair is corny as fuck. Like, love yourself. But how many? But how many niggas do we know? 
Oh, it's hella niggas that die. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Hella niggas be dying that shit, bro. Nah, I'm embracing getting old. Being old is fire. The thing is, is that we kind of like been in a society of where if you're getting older, you're gaining weight, you're washed, you're like, you look bad. That's not the case. Like, you shouldn't be embracing and not chasing the ghost. Like, enjoy that shit. And I think that we don't, as a culture, I think that we're so like, like caught up in like looking young forever. Like black right. don't crack is one thing, right? Well, right. black does crack if you use crack. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's black. That you know, that's <laughs> bad. But honestly, we do age well gracefully, but like mindful wise, like be kind to yourself. I think motherfuckers just go so hard to like be a ghost that they were 15 years ago or 20 years ago. And it's like, yeah, my nigga, that's the beauty of getting old, bro. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? No, and it's, but that's the thing though is that I think as a as a person, at least at this age, I feel like you're kind of always chasing your twenties. From this, from where nah, I'm, I think at, niggas always chase their high school years. It depends on which one was cooler for you, right? Like right. some people wasn't that cool in high school and got real cool in college or or in their early to mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Some people was living it up, you know, fourteen to eighteen. I think. For me, it was the, it was the twenties when I was in college, and right after that. But I think when you're a kid, you always want to be older, you always want to be grown, and then as soon as you pass like your mid twenties, you want to go back. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I had a question since we brought that up before we get into your birthday. Hmm. Why does niggas hang on to the high school year so much? Like, what's so special about high school? First of all, I've been on high school eighteen years, right? Almost right. dub. Yeah, and I really think about that shit. I'm like, yo, why niggas be like always like yo in high school, my nigga? Yeah, I was a man. Like, why is high school so important to people? I don't know because it's like a it's the only time when you collectivize with your community like that, and you get to show out in front of your community. You know what I'm saying? There's not really another time if you're if you're not a public figure to really show out in front of the people in your neighborhood. And at that time, if you were like you said, the man in high school, that means everybody who lived in your area knew who you were. You were cool to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so but I, let I, that fucking shit go. No, for sure. I was That's not fucking sorry as hell. Could you imagine bragging on niggas like, yo, you know, like, Imagine right. me going to Verb, bro, and I see you and I'm like, hey, that's brother. I used to sell a CD, the, the, the CDs. He the <laughs> right. legend. And you like, yeah, nigga, I used to sell CDs. And you still, and you might put that in your bio, like, yeah, the nigga that sold CDs, bro. Like, that's me. Like, but niggas, it, like, it's more sports related, obviously. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I think also. So know, niggas is Uncle Rico. Yeah, because it's like, if you won anything and you never won anything again in your life, you're going to talk about the time that you won something. So it's like, that's when a lot of niggas won city championship or played in the form or whatever. And that's their highlight. It, it got to a point. I want to say like the past three years, I used to meet with my homies from high school. Yeah. And niggas is just sitting in the car. We have a little session with smoke or whatever. I want to talk about high school. And I'm like, yo, this shit whack low key. Like right, we already went to high school. We surpassed that. And that's all we kind of banking on. Or that's the only connection or like, yo, what's up with bro? Like he good. You actually right, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a catch up, but like, I'd rather not fuck. Like, let your high school ego, let your high school self go. Let right, it go. Man. Like, leave it alone. Don't worry about that girl. What she look like? Oh, right listen. Now. Oh, <laughs> my God. 
all you know? all like, all my ex girlfriends from high school got kids. Shouts to them. They happy as fuck. But yeah. I was I'm I'm I probably wasn't the nigga that wanted kids, bro. No. Um. So you went somewhere for your birthday? Where'd you go? Yeah, I went to uh went to Mexico. Went to different parts of Mexico. So, uh, the funny thing is, we went to Yucatan, and the purpose of the is it Yucatan? Uh, is Yucatan or okay? Yeah. Either or, I, Either or. I, I, I I passed through that bitch. That's only reason yeah. I know. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, the purpose of going to that part of Mexico was me and my boy Will. He's super into hiking and the nature and all this stuff. And we were looking for places for, for me to go. And uh, he was saying like, oh, you know, the crater that um, from the, the asteroid, the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, uh, you could see the crater off the Yucatan Peninsula. And I was like, what? So then we looked it up and I'm like, damn, this looks dope. I ain't never seen this on Instagram. This looks crazy. Like, I want to see where, you know, civilization got restarted and all this stuff. Right. So we end up me and my girl end up um booking a killer hotel out there called, uh the name is Chable. they got one um over by Playa del Carmen and they got another one uh where we stayed in in uh Yucatan mm. and um come to find out you can't even see the crater from the earth's surface mm. so so we went and we were staying in this dope hotel thinking we're going to get up in the morning, go drive an hour to check out the crater, what have you. And uh, I started looking like doing some research on where it was, the city and all that. And then it, I'm looking on Google and it says it's not visible from the Earth's surface. And all the pictures that I saw were just like artist renderings mm. of what it, what it looked like and all this. So we didn't even end up going there, but we stayed at this amazing hotel um, there. We stayed in Playa del Carmen the first night, and then it was. This is a trip. So then we left uh, Chable in the in Yucatan. Uh, by the way, I did get uh, bumped up by the police. Oh uh, no! Tell people I got robbed by the police. But I guess this is their tax. <laughs> when you go to Mexico, they tried to tell me I'm, I was speeding when I wasn't. That and shit happened really to us in Colombia, bro. <laughs> Yeah, they just wanted some bread. So I ended up giving them a hundred US dollars because I didn't have a lot of pesos on me. Then the motherfucker stuffed that shit under his clipboard so fast because the, the nigga that's, tried to act like that's he, fucking grimy. So niggas just tried yeah. to just finesse you real quick because they yeah. knew. No, I tried to. He finessed the hell out of Damn, me. You know what I'm saying? So, Not on so, your yeah, birthday, so, bro. Like he that's on that's my weak. actual birthday, too, that's bro. Sorry on the as hell. Day of my birth. Yeah, so that happened i got got by the uh policia policia <laughs> and uh and so then we we're coming back from chable to tulum because you know tulum is like the spot yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, the spot that everybody want to go right right so we go to tulum right come to find out tulum is like low-key the ghetto like okay it's yeah nah it's not it, it, that's the thing they they make all they bread off it's like being in fucking um you know, like living in a tourist spot. It's like living in L.A., right? We don't go to a lot of spots. You feel me? Like if we from the crib, you know what I'm saying? That people but, come here, but you make a but, lot of bread there. But going to Tulum is like going to vacation in Watts, Loki. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. Well, okay, tell me, tell me more about why you said it, because that's fucked up. Yeah, because it's like you don't know until you get there. Everybody's posting pictures in front of palm trees on the right. beach and shit, drinking it's like, okay, cool. It looks kind of fly. Then when you get there, you realize like, oh, it's just the beach. And it's 
like if you're not on the beach, that shit is dirt roads and motherfucking like huts and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not no infrastructure or like a city. It's literally like this is where the people live. Um, we pulled up to our hotel, which was Hotel Bardo, mm-hmm. and the shit was like $500 a night. And we get there, it's off a, off a dirt road. We pull up to the front, we go in, and it's the the fucking, it's not a, it's not a traditional hotel. It's not a, even a building. You know what I'm saying? It's literally like bamboo and like built like a jungle type of vibe. And you go into the um the front desk, it's small as fuck. It's about the size of my living room. And you like, what? But it's all like it's decorated, but it's just like tiny and weird. So and you can't see where the rooms are, right? So then they take us back to where the rooms are. Everything is kind of really tight, but the the decor is nice. Mm-hmm. So the the pool looks really nice, but it's like all these hipster white folks in there and um this like Zoe Kravitz looking chick with like a white boyfriend. So it's like kind of these like semi cool people that you see but then you like okay, what's the real vibe? So then they take us back to the rooms. The rooms are all separated by like these bamboo like columns. And right. so then you go to the room. The room is kind of nice, but it's like the couch is on the floor. The, the pool that's supposed to be like in front of your room is like really just like this small kind of tub like thing. And then the killer that got my girl where she was like, no, nah, we're not staying here was they were like, oh, yeah, um, because of the step, the septic whatever out here like you have to throw your toilet paper in the trash like you can't flush your toilet paper and she was Mm. like nah we're out of (laughs) here and so you know that was like a little boozy but it was just like that wasn't the vibe we was on you know we was Mm -hmm. on like we want to stay in a regular nice hotel we want to eat you know steak and you know just chill on some nice lounge luxury shit like she wasn't trying to be on no jungle vibes mm-hmm. so we end up leaving there driving an hour going to, back to Playa del carmen and um staying like at the at their like i don't know if it was their hyatt but it was something like that it was like the townhouse um but it was like a regular hotel mm. but we stayed there for a couple nights had some bomb food over in Playa del carmen and Playa del carmen is kind of like more of a touristy vibe it's a strip they got a bunch of um different uh restaurants and bars and tulum has a strip of bars too and we did go to a um a motherfucking uh food truck uh park which was cool they had a bunch of different food trucks in this in this little park that they had set up and they had tourists and they had locals and they had a little band playing there so tulum wasn't all bad but it was just very hip my nigga but you just said that shit was vacationing in watts it, w- it was it was really the ghetto though because it wasn't no like it wasn't like you're in a fight like in a city you know what i'm saying that's like if you've been to hawaii or i mean jamaica is is, is a third world country mexico is the second world but it's like if you go to hawaii right like the places that are around the hotels are generally nice and the people's houses that are there on different islands are generally nice Mexico and around the hotels was like not fire but the the country of Mexico has some like nice cities and shit you know we drove around a lot of Mexico like getting from place to place 
Um, so it was it was a dope experience to to experience Mexico. You know, I had to poke fun at you because you had me and your close friends. And I was like, the nigga used the word breathtaking. And I started <laughs> fucking teasing you laughing like, ah, this experience is just breathtaking. And I was like, this nigga, man. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, you 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 intertwine with your feelings and shit. And it's cool. I think that shit's dope. But, you know, I'm always fuck with you on that end. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that was my that was my birthday, and I was having a moment of my birthday. Nah, too. it's all good. You you did one of those motherfucking weak ass walk out to the ocean and go, ah. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, take the picture where I'm overlooking and make it seem like I'm in deep yeah, thought. Exactly. That's what you was on. You was on that bullshit. <laughs> but man, nah, I'm glad, bro. Happy birthday again. I'm glad that you had a good time, you and your lady. And yep. got to see some shit, you know what I'm saying? Take some cool pictures and and, and get yeah, your no, recon on. Shout out to her, man. You know, she she definitely came through, booked everything and, and took every took care of everything for the trip, you know, and really spurs on the kids. So, you know, shout out to my to my lady. She uh, you know, she looked out for your boy. Looked out for the <laughs> look looked out for the big dog. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about some old shit, right? Yeah. And obviously, because this is growing up the same and we normally focus on retro topics. Yeah. You mentioned movies before we hit record. Right. What, what, what are we talking about in movies? Like what movie has crossed well, your I mind? Would... What movie have you went back? I know you I know you really fuck with Cinephobe, who's yeah, also that's on what I'm gonna our say, platform. That's really what what had what had me going because Amin was saying something on Cinephobe and I had to get on him for not. Ha- they don't have enough black movies on there. And I feel like they should have more black. So you you know how the show works at the, the, the percentage. I feel like a lot of black movies would be reviewed because of how Rotten Tomatoes scores it. Or right. However. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's interesting to get Zach and, and Anthony to, you know, uh, to peep those type of movies because it's kind of like really? a history lesson. Yeah. Um, what's a bad movie that you fuck with? Like crazy. Uh. I mean, the the one that jumps out obviously is Belly. You know what I'm saying? That's just a long ass. The thing about Belly, it's a long ass music video. They spent the budget on the the beginning, and yeah. the rest is kind of like it didn't age well, but it's a classic. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna fuck with it regardless. It didn't age well, but it did though, because it wasn't really that great at the time. Nigga, Nas it's... said he was gonna go to Africa. Like he just woke up, bro. Like that shit was New Jersey. Like, yo, done. Like, like it was a lot of bad fucking <laughs> things in there. But, like, you're right. It's a classic. I love yeah. it for what it is. And I don't really want to break it down just for white people to, like, call it mid. Only right. we can call it mid. Only um, we. Only, yeah. You got to be in the culture. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be in the culture. Don't disrespect the greats. Um, um, I, there's a lot of basketball movies. I think when we did the pie with Trey Kirby. All basketball movies are racist. Okay, that's a that's an interesting line. Think about it. Yeah, the plots be crazy, bro. All yeah. the all the basketball movies be racist, bro. I ain't seen one, bro. I ain't seen one basketball movie that didn't involve race or didn't have some racist shit. That's right. Racist Othello, shit. racist. Yeah. Hoosiers, racist. Yeah. What like, about Sunset Park? Racist. <laughs> Why had that white lady come teach them black kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's racist. <laughs> yeah. it, like Eddie, racist. Eddie, racist. Yeah. 
you yeah. can go down the line. You know what I'm saying? I never look at <laughs> basketball you? movies as, again the same, bro. Yeah. Coach Carter, that bullshit. Like, it's a lot of movies with bullshit ass plots. And yeah. you be looking at it now, especially when you're old and you know how to like digest it differently and you kind of relatability. I be bugging out when I watch movies, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, damn, the character, he 37. 37 be looking old as shit. Yeah. I, I'm almost 37. So that's why I'm highlighting that number. But I'd be like, 36. Do, do I look like that? Like I don't, yeah. I don't think so. I think I think our our, our 30s, 30s look different than different, the 90s, 30s. Yeah. And a even, nigga in the 90s, 30s look like he done had his job for 20 years and he on the verge about to retire. Right. Or even like the 70s, 30s look real old. Like like my nigga from uh from Dead Presidents. You seen Dead Presidents? Yes. The nigga with the fake leg. Uh, what was his name? Cuddy. Cuddy. How old was Cuddy? He looked like he was in his late thirties, maybe early forties. That's fucking weak. Old. If Cuddy was thirty nine and he <laughs> wearing that fucking hard ass leather, <laughs> yeah, I think like, Cuddy was out here dressed like uh I don't even know what the fuck to call it, bro. He was dressed crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like this the. the our 30s, our generation 30s. But but like, to be fair, if you wear a mini fro with a bullshit ass mustache, you're gonna look old. That's <laughs> we like, our haircuts keep us kind of kind of young, you know what I'm yeah. saying? In that situation of like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like overall, you know. So I, I look in, in that situation. Um it was it was another retro topic that I've been seeing. Well, a I lot. was I was gonna say, um, what do you think about uh, just being on some old shit? Jay Z on the shop, reminiscing about him and DMX and their whole. Like, First of all, I don't want to really dissect it too much, and I also feel like I speak on LeBron too much, just being in the sports space. Yeah. I don't love that show, right. and I and the only reason why because I feel like it's not allowing the creatives who actually work behind the scenes to actually work. I feel yeah. like it's super driven to be all directed to LeBron. Right. Um, and they take away from the stories. Like, I feel like Maverick could do a better job at asking the questions. Right. And hitting on the points. Like, uh, when Bad Bunny was talking about wrestling, LeBron found a way to make that about him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I also felt like they didn't let Bad Bunny cook. You don't have to know what he's talking about like yeah. you had paul translating for him but i'd rather just see the subtitles right you know what i'm I saying wondering why they didn't give us subtitles on it. they listen again <laughs> it was poorly planned and yeah. then also let niggas show up with fucked up hair and get an actual cut i right. don't want to see niggas getting a neck haircut <laughs> like that that don't that don't really help me too right. much feel Did they go to the shop anymore no, <laughs> like, Jay Z's probably been to a barber shop in probably like thirty years, bro. Like to be honest, bro, right, Jay Z right. ain't even been to a bank. I don't think he's <laughs> did like normal right. nigga shit in like a right. good twenty five years, easily call. But yeah. I thought his storytelling about like you know how he boycotted the the Grammys and shit like that, and like obviously like the experience of like touring with you know um, touring with 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 X and shit like those were cool. Um, I'm not really a sucker for vulnerability. Right. I mean, you know, maybe I'm just hard hard, a hard or hardened person yeah. to a point of like, you know, the part of like him learning to swim because he had a daughter and, you know, he'd take his daughter to swim right. lessons and things of that nature. I think it's cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like being in your kid's life is just dope as fuck, but I just don't want to hear that from hope. 
<laughs> like I just, you yeah. could use that in another time you know what i'm saying so like it wasn't great in that aspect but like i think the storytelling could be better i think they could use those 30 minutes and say some real shit yeah i feel you i i think i mean i love to hear jay-z talk and, and go in it just made me remember like we were talking about uh being old and and the feeling of being old it it brings me back to the fact that in 2001 when Jay-Z was doing the blueprint, I thought he was old. And it was, and it's crazy to think that now looking at him, because now I don't really view him as as old, which is weird. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like now that I've lived life and I'm in my 30s, like him being 31 in 2001 or whatever it was, like it seemed like he was so old. And I was like, damn, this nigga's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Really, it was only like six years. Yeah, it was and only six years. He started at 25. Yeah, so, so it was like crazy. But now to to see all of the last 20 years that he's gone through, it's like, damn, this has been crazy for him to be able to re-reference that DMX story. I, I just enjoyed that story more than anything because it, it rang so true. It was just like, yeah, X was really killing shit. And for him to be honest and give us that honest bar, like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I was going to do after that nigga came through, you know, um, it's just, and just to give the vibe of like what the music culture was at the time, you know what I'm right. saying? Like he's, he's navigated through all these different area, eras, whether it was the snap era or Diddy or whoever else, or, you know what I'm saying? The South and over. To be fair, what we don't allow are the genre to do we don't allow our artists to get old and actually the rappers that are really fucking good they get better with time because of their experiences you know what i'm saying well and a lot of them a, don't allow themselves to get old because they they start chasing they chase but then they also get in they get caught up in in what's going on currently instead yeah. of sticking into what they do and like it's kind of similar to basketball like i hate using like oh wayne got the vintage flow it's like Nah, this nigga just kind of found a pocket that really works for him from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Because he'll hop on shit and he's featured and it's like, nigga, why? But then it's an artist that I'm listening to now. And I actually was talking to KD about this shit. I'm just like, like, we're listening to Ransom. And I didn't fuck with Ransom until like 2006, like the A-team and all that shit. And now Ransom is fucking kicking ass in 2021. And I'm like, bro, like, did I quit on him? You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the things where you're like, oh, he's like, you know, firsthand with Dom Kennedy. Like, it's like, did niggas really quit on the artist? Yeah. It's not that niggas got better. I think they're always nice. It's just that you're receiving the content differently. Yeah. In the certain things, because you can go back and be like, damn, I really like by Dom Kennedy, but I slandered it years yeah. ago. You listen right. to it now, you be like, oh, shit, that shit was actually he was saying some shit and I really didn't yeah. like consume it. Think yeah, it, about- was shit, it was some shit on uh, Los Angeles is for sale. The song he got called California that I had never really, I you know, you listen to something when it comes out, but I had never really given it attention. And my homie was playing a fucking dumb Spotify mix the other day, and that shit came on. I'm like, I ain't never even listened. I ain't to even it. heard this shit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, nah, I'd be like that dog because I remember hearing yeah. that um the shit we did for mustard. Remember that one song? Yeah, yep. with Ty. And I was like, oh, this yeah. shit hard. When did he do this? And it was like right, almost right. like four or five years ago. I just like <laughs> slept. 
I was like, yep. oh, I probably wasn't fucking with him. I probably was fucking with another artist at that time. Um, yep. Not to spend too much time on some current shit. Yeah. Um, what's up with what's up with what's up with the crypto? What's going man, on in crypto, man? Man, your boy Elon is having some emotional. Uh, is he situation. fucking it up? He's fucking up the play right now. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it's already like a fragile market, but ju- that's just any financial market. You know what I'm saying? Like the same way Donald Trump was affecting the stock market, this nigga affects the crypto market. Mm-hmm. And so people, you know, decide to pick somebody that they believe in and they going to follow. And it's like, whichever way he's feeling that day is how the market's going to move. So that's really what's going on. Like, he, he feel like, oh, I want to say this or I want to say that. And, you know, the the average person doesn't know why this works or what. You know what I'm saying? They're just following along with the with the crowd. So if he says something and then the crowd is like, ooh, then they're just going to be like, ooh. And you know what I'm saying? Not really knowing, like, am I supposed to react to that? Am I not? You know, mm-hmm. so that's really what it is. And then, you know, uh, right now they're having a Bitcoin conference in Miami. Mm, so okay. like everybody's out there, Bitcoin Zay, shout out to Zay, um, Russell O'Koon, uh, Anthony Pompliano, Michael Saylor, uh, all these like big, like, you know, famous Bitcoiners are out there right now. And so of course, Elon starts tweeting about Bitcoin again yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then now, like literally right before he, we got on, he changed his um, Twitter avatar to a Sailor Moon uh, character with Bitcoin in the mm-hmm. background and laser eyes. So it's like he can't decide whether he wants to hate on Bitcoin or if he loves it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like he realizes not only, I think, at this point that he's fucking up his own bag mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because it's like bro you the one that bought the bitcoin you got a billion 1.5 billion dollars in bitcoin like you're also fucking up other people's bag it's like and if you're supposed to be this person who wants to help the world or i want to help save you know humanity and blah 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 mars and you know electric cars and all this well on a very you know fundamental level if people have their dollars invested in something and you're trying to you know make that go down you're going to negatively affect society so i think he's a he's kind of coming to that understanding and trying to do it in a funny and cool way to say like okay now i'm back fucking with bitcoin you know what i'm saying um but i wish i wish the world wasn't like that and wish the financial markets were tied to the whims of these billionaires and these egotistical motherfuckers but that's just how the world works. You know what I'm saying? It works like that on every level. Like whoever runs Sony, whoever runs Apple, whoever runs Amazon, whoever mm-hmm. runs Twitter, these motherfuckers control the world, like in every aspect of our lives. And there's not really shit we could do about it, you know? Yeah. I personally, hmm, I'm out on NFTs. I think that it's kind of, <laughs> I, I think they got to a point where niggas just doing way too fucking much. They missed it. If you were able to get off NFT when it was buzzing, good for you. But right now, I think niggas need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. They doing way too much with NFTs, bro. Like, it's yeah. niggas, I, don't even, I ain't never heard of in my life trying to sell NFTs for 1500 Yeah, no, and niggas, uh, niggas is really trying to like 
get their little scam off. Like, oh, this shit is popping. Like, the homie's going to design, you know, uh, whatever, like, basketball card, NFTs, or whatever the fuck, like, and then get niggas to sell them. And it's like, you can't just hop on a wave like that, you know? You mm-hmm. can't just hop on something you think, oh, it's hot, and then I'm going to sell this for, like you said, 1500 for the NFT, five racks for the NFT. It's like, you don't even make art. like Yeah, you know, like what you out here playing in a space that you don't even know, but go ahead. Go off, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever Kevin is. Right. Um, right. Yo, I just read some wild shit that Ray J started the Tupac Biggie beef. <laughs> They said Ray J was at the studio and seen uh, Faith sitting on Tupac's lap and told somebody, and then they just kind of did that. That sounds like a that sounds like a joke, bro. Bro, I hope so. I hate that meme culture. Like I hate the internet. Yeah, I cannot fuck like with none of all this shit. No, uh, he already started enough. He's <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> his, I can't. His place is, in history is solidified. He actually he accidentally famous and and, and and very important to the culture for no reason, bro. Man. Like it's crazy, man. Straight up. Um, I know you've been watching these games, right? What's up with your Lakers, bro? They're done, bro. I already knew they were done yesterday. I bet on the Suns. Um, Wait, you bet against <laughs> your favorite team? Yeah, you know. bro. They they were not gonna win. They had. Like, no chance of winning that game. I mean... So how does that work, though? Like, how do you just choose and say, you know what? I'm going to bet against my team because I know they're not about to win. That's just exactly how it It just was easy. Like, you just take the bread and just deal with it and 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 count your your pain off with the bread. That's that's the only way you could deal with the pain, bro. And really, that's the best way. People actually got on me for saying this online one time. Like, oh, I bet against the Lakers, whatever. But it's like, if you know, you know your team better than anybody Mm -hmm. else. You know what I'm saying? And if you know they're going to lose, what's the point of you sitting up there sad and not getting no bread off of it if you already bet on games? Like, might as well bet against your team, get your money. You're still going to be sad because I was still sad when the Lakers lost. Mm-hmm. It's not like it just goes away. Like, nigga, we're the defending champs. We just lost in the first round to the fucking Suns that, like, they're okay. Like, yeah, they're the two seed, but everybody knows that's like a fraudulent two seed. It just sucks that we played in a short-ass season. Anthony Davis is, you know, made of glass, and LeBron wasn't all the way healthy. And also, like, our roster is not what it was last year. We definitely could have used Rondo and Dwight Howard. But Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. This shit sound like 2004. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about throwback. Like, but that's the truth of the matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now – we're out of the playoffs. It sucks. Uh, I think the Clippers are going to win tonight just because what worst thing could possibly happen. <laughs> and, like, you know, uh, I want to see them in game seven. But, um, yeah, now I don't really have anybody to root for. I mean, who's – who? but who – that's the other thing is, like, who is anybody else really rooting for at this point? Joel Embiid is hurt. Like, mm-hmm. are niggas really rooting for the Nets? Like, I guess I could technically root for the Hawks right now just because mm-hmm. they're a cool young team just as a fan of basketball. But, like, nobody's rooting for fucking Utah. I will never root for the Utah Jazz. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, They're I don't like, think I don't think you have to root for them in the essence, but like basketball is basketball, and I see it all the time where people are like, "Ah, uh, it's no need to watch the finals now, or the ratings going to be down." Like, nah, bump is bump. Like, if right. you really like it like that, you're gonna watch. You know what I'm saying? Because like, think about the youth in the league: Luca, right. under 25; Jason Tatum, right. under 25; Devin Booker, under 25. Right. The league's in good fucking hands, bro. Like, it's just that, like, if you don't really love the game like that and you got a special team, you're only going to catch them niggas once or twice when they play your team. That's it. But, like, this is the – playoffs is, like, the most exciting time because you actually finally get introduced to a team that you probably haven't paid attention to all season. You know what I mean? But, but who – I mean, I can't really say that because I watched so much basketball. But who, like, your team, I, you know, unfortunately, I hate to, like, throw it in your face – <laughs> hasn't made the playoffs in a while and it's hey it's, it's so life you, man who do you normally root for in the playoffs do you pick a player or do you i don't root for anybody i'm just i just you know obviously working in me watch the game you have to want somebody to win yeah i just want both teams to play hard i want good <laughs> games on. that's what you you just rooting for a good game <laughs> that's all i want because at the end of the day i have to talk about both teams anyway you know what i mean like it's not like i can be like i really wanted to i, I pick no i do do predictions right and like obviously i i forgot who it was i had the didn't Knicks. You just, I had, didn't you just have to walk back one of your predictions the knicks yeah, because you what you had the Knicks over the Hawks. I had the Knicks in six, and and they were like Hawks fans were like I didn't even know Hawks fans existed. <laughs> first of all, on the internet, and they're like, "Yo, this idiot," and you know, and that's the, it's, it's it's the prediction game. No one, unless you have Biff's almanac, right. and you know, you can just guess them like that. I mean, I mean, personally, just not going to know. Um, but yeah, no, it's fun. It's a it's a fun scenario watching teams because that's the beauty about playoffs, like. Regular season, regular season and playoffs is so different that when you approach it, you're looking like, damn, like, okay, this team playing way better than I expected them to play now. Or the regular season is just a regular season and people have healthy players and, you know, guys really lock in and, and take it more seriously. So um, I'm impressed by the Suns. I mean, obviously AD was hurt, but I want him to get healthy. You know what I mean? I want him to take care of him long term. You know what I mean? He got a rude awakening about playing for Lakers. Niggas love you. Niggas will run you up off there. He got mad at Snoop. He unfollowed Snoop. Snoop, you know, told him, like, Kobe, you know, Mamba mentality. Nigga, he would have played through that shit, nigga. So, uh, see, you know, they, 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 they bullied him into playing. And it's like, you know you're not right. Take right. care of your body, bro. Like, you know, if you play, you're going to fuck it up even more. And yeah. then everybody like, damn, are you serious? He hurt. So, you know, that shit is it, crazy, but, you know, you got to have thick skin playing for the Knicks and the Lakers because motherfuckers will tell you about yourself mid-game. You come back to your phone and your shit lit the fuck up. Like, yeah. you bitch-ass motherfucker and da-da-da-da and that's why we should have traded your ass and, like, think about the recruitment of how niggas was trying to get Andre Drummond to come to Lakers and now they be on his ass every chance they get. So, you know, these teams don't love no. The fans don't love nobody. Ain't I no mean, fans do though. It's they just, do. They love you when you hot. Well, it just not. Well, here's the thing though. Anthony Davis has been on the Lakers for all of two seasons, and not even two full seasons. Right. So it takes a long time to build the loyalty that Magic, Kobe, and obviously Shaq to a lesser degree, you know, has engendered from the fan base. Like 
but when you get that loyalty from the Lakers and like you said, the Knicks, those die. I mean, the Celtics also to a certain extent, when you get that loyalty from those fan bases, like you're good forever. Like right. you'll never have to buy a drink in this city again. And I think Anthony Davis can get to that point, but he's got to have a more tough mentality. And there's, and the reason why Snoop and everybody else piles up on him for the injury and it was a bad time to do it is because so many times when he hits the deck, he, you know, he acts like he's has an injury when, you know, he's just hurt Mm -hmm. or he just, you know, it's a little pain and he, he tends to, you know, just play it up a lot. And, and as a, as a fan base, we we're not fans of that. We want to see your toughness, your resilience. So when, so it seemed like he was the boy who cried wolf, right. And the time that wolf actually came and he was really hurt, we was like, nah, you ain't hurt. You know what I'm saying? But he was really hurt. And it was, it was apparent from the start of the game. And that's why I was like, look again, I'm looking at the line and I'm like, Oh, they say Anthony Davis is going to play. Now the Lakers are favored by another point. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if he's going to play. He's hurt. He's really hurt. So, you know, um, who's so before we wrap the episode, tell me who's your what's your finals prediction? Who's your NBA champion prediction? Um, I think the Nets Bucks is going to be really tough. Like, right. I yeah. really fuck with that matchup. But I got the Nets. Obviously, they're just. They just got they haven't played against the Bucks with Harden. So it's gonna right. be the you know, adding that final piece is kind of like who gonna guard him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I got the Nets coming out the east. And surprisingly, out the west, hmm. I might have to go with the Suns, bro. The Suns. Because okay. I don't think I don't think Utah can beat the Suns. Really? Yeah, I think I think Utah's good. Is Conley right. hurt? Who? Is Conley hurt? He was dealing with some shit, but I think he'd be yeah. all right. Yeah. But it's going to be on DeAndre Ayton. But I'm not mad if Utah goes to the finals. It's going to be – Yeah. I, I just don't I see, see them I matching see up. Utah. I don't I see, see them – I don't see any West team, honestly, matching up well with the East. Yeah. They'll match up better with the Bucks, Right. But the Nets, they might get a freebie if the Nets can actually get past – Milwaukee and um Philly. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, the Nets. But the Nets it depends are, on Embiid too. Embiid playing on the meniscus right now, so. I, I don't think Embiid is. I think he's a right. I think he's kind of got that AD situation going on where it's like he wants to play, but you know, it's not really in the cards for him. Um. So well, we'll see, man. But, but, we'll, but yeah, we'll, I got I got Utah. I got Utah playing uh, playing the Nets in uh, in the finals, and I got the Nets in six. That's my prediction. I'm with it. We gonna I want I want our listeners to hold you to that. Um, next week we got tons of guests. Um, yeah. <laughs> this week, you know, dealing with rapper shit. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to record with a with with you know I won't I won't even reveal the guest, but you know Jason was on vacation. Yeah. And then we had to reschedule, and then I was dealing with a basketball player yesterday, and he had to reschedule. And you have to understand the magnitude of our our show and how it's set up. High profile people blow us off all the time. All the time. All the time. So (laughs) you understand that, you know, sometimes we can rock this way. All right. Well, Jason, this was this was fun. We'll be back next week. Growing up the same wins the game.